0: So I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to know how we met. Like, how did we meet in 1976? Was it? I think we met in 78. It wasn't no 78. I guess it could have been or 77. Okay, let's meet in the middle. Okay, 19- and a half. <laughs> it was nineteen seventy seven. Is that in the middle? It was nineteen seventy seven, folks. We met. Where did you first see me that you can remember?
1: I gotta tell you, I think before we even go into how we met. Yeah, why are we here speaking about ourselves? Oh, like why are we, we doing badass. this podcast? And what you know? Where did that come from? First of all, well, I gotta say. You're the one that brought up the idea of the podcast. Absolutely. And I thought you were insane.
0: Absolutely. But that's the story of our lives. It is. I'm the um, very creative, like, you know, let's do this, Leslie. We can do this. And Leslie is real cautious. This wasn't always the case. So we'll talk about that. But that's how it is now. Um, I really recognized how blessed we have been through our lives it's not always been easy it's been devastating the circumstance and it's not like things have gotten some things have gotten great but other things have gotten worse and um and I think also I feel like we have a responsibility to share the ways that we have um learned and been blessed through experiences to share that with other people. I really felt that that was a duty that we had and that's why I brought it to you and I think you felt it as soon as I said it. You didn't you didn't always realize that we could do it or that you could do it. Yeah. But I think you always knew that you ought to have done it. And so it wasn't that hard to sell. Well, nothing that you do for me is really that hard to sell.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I tell like you that. what's coming up for me is that you and I have talked about over the years, over these 45 plus <laughs> years, how uniquely different we are in the way that we navigate the world. Yeah. Um our spouses, our other friends, mm-hmm. our co-workers, Mm -hmm. people have looked at us over the years and have remarked at how we do things differently.
0: Right. Um,
1: Trendsetters maybe, trailblazers maybe. Well, differently,
0: when you say differently, you mean differently from other people or differently from each other? differently from other people.
1: Yes, definitely. And that's what I thought was important to bring to the public.
0: Yeah. Give me an example of that.
1: I'll give you an example that mm-hmm. is actually pretty unusual that obviously at my age at 60, I've had many other uh, romantic relationships mm-hmm. before this long-term relationship with my cu- my husband. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say that I am a very close friends with all of my past people in my relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't harbor ill will, I think fondly of them, many of them I still love deeply. And I've come over the years with maturity to recognize that I was never meant to be with them forever. I was with them for a season, and I can appreciate that season. And it's created who I am. And as a result, I'm a better person in relationships for it. But that's a different outlook you know not everybody can think of their exes in a way like that and certainly current partners don't you know don't Mm -hmm. appreciate that
0: yeah that's true you're you're really special in that way um let me stop you for a moment are you recording leslie i am recording okay are you sure let give me evidence of that I want evidence of that. Okay, I see the evidence, so I will continue. Listen. Listen. <laughs> He's got me. Listen, for a <laughs> if you listen. Okay, okay, I can't be mad at that. Listen, let me just tell you. You will see why that is necessary. We we need to do this for each other because we may seem to be these two cool chicks, but we are these two clumsy. <laughs> We are clumsy and charming and capable and all the things. So um, we check in on each other. So and I, I wanted to make sure that no one was going to miss this juiciness.
1: And we also make sure like that we don't come out of the bathroom with like toilet paper, oh like in our um, in our waistband. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that type of thing. And yeah, that has so. happened, too. So, <laughs> so. um. Anyway, yeah, Leslie's very unique that way and um I I didn't always appreciate the ways that you were different, right? I think that um because you you kind of you grew up very differently than I, I did. did, you I know. Did. I grew up in a very strict West Indian immigrant household i wouldn't say it was very strict it was very strict in some ways i remember i was um the biggest kind of scolding that i would get from my mother especially is that i was too americanized you know i i came to america when i was 8 and the 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 idea of having friends outside of your siblings or wanting to sleep over people's house. I think that's a black thing, not just, (laughs) just such a (laughs) vacant thing, but um, those types of things of, of wanting to having friendships outside of the home, you know, it was a very kind of American concept. And so there was a a lot of rules that I had around that and you grew up. How did you grow up?
1: Well, i
0: as you were speaking,
1: I was just thinking one of the things surprisingly enough that attracted me to you mm-hmm. was the type of structure that you had in your home. Mm-hmm. Now, we both grew up in homes headed by women our parents our mothers were single mothers um at the time when we met yes, in high sure. school for sure mm-hmm. um my mom had um the three of us my Brother and sister, um, we were three, um very young, and she and my dad divorced um young, so I grew up in a single uh, mother household, and my mother being very young, we did not have as much structure as you had, mm-hmm. so I know one I mean I was in a very permissive household where I didn't have a lot of curfews, there weren't a lot of my mother. Was too busy to have a lot of eyes on me. Um, So I really appreciated the structure that Mom Gladys provided, you know, when I was over your house and the sleepovers and things. It
0: was a safety feeling, too. Yeah. Wow. So imagine that, folks. Um, This chick here wanted more structure and I was dying to be free. I was <laughs> dying to be free. And I think what what Leslie, what I saw in Leslie and and what remains true is that she's a safe place. So I was able to kind of push my boundaries without feeling like she was going to put me in any danger, right? So what what a, what a level of freedom that is when you feel like you can fly but you're protected? Um by someone who loves you and 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 wants you know the best for you, and that's what I had with leslie and um and we've we felt this way about each other from pretty early on, yeah, yeah, even this... before we had words to talk about exactly it. and exactly. how
1: ironic it is for you to say about a place of safety mm-hmm. in lack of structure when we met in the middle, me yearning for more structure, right. you appreciating less structure and man because i clicked so early on
0: because i i knew that your well of love was really deep i when i came to america in elementary school I was bullied a lot because of my accent. That was at a time when being Jamaican was not cool be <laughs> you know reggae was was considered some kind of jungle music and and I was bullied and so um to have an American friend who I felt safe with, it said a lot about you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean I don't mm-hmm. know if I ever told you that
1: I didn't really know that you were bullied, yeah. No, I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, it was. Um, I've never been bullied. Yeah, because you were yeah. the bullier. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't a bully, but everybody was was scared yeah. of you because you could fight. It wasn't that I was fight f- a
1: fighter because the last fight I had you was weren't before a fighter. I met you.
0: You were not a fighter. I, I
1: found out that people were intimidated by that's it. I'm my perceived
0: you- maturity. Right. You were not a fighter, but people were afraid to fight you because they probably thought you could kick their ass. Probably, Yeah. So <laughs> imagine just really beautiful, um, fun. All the guys, you know, flocked around Leslie. And um, with all of that, just this beautiful spirit, really smart. Um, you know, who could not just want to be around you? Whoever didn't see it in you, that just it just didn't matter. Some people saw you, I think, superficially. It's like they just wanted to hang out with you because you were popular and all of that. But that was that wasn't me. I saw you deeper, babe. I saw you deeper. Okay, I like that. But listen,
1: why did we name this episode one? (laughs) But She so
0: (laughs) oh, this is such a great story. Such a great story. We were such nerds. Like, okay, so Leslie and I both know how to sew we knew how to sew then okay my mother taught me how to sew from when i was little in jamaica she had one of those sewing machines that had the the um the kind of rocking plate underneath uh, and used yeah a foot old pedal. Singer, yeah, yeah old exactly yeah and little right. by little she would let me hang around she would let me cut the strings off of her Um, garments you know I wasn't allowed to take the scraps to make what we call dolly clothes until she finished her outfit because my mother she didn't use patterns she just so you never knew when she was going to use pieces to kind of make a pattern out of it so anyway I've been sewing for um, for quite a while and Leslie knew how to sew also. My grandmother
1: taught me how to sew.
0: Yeah. So So isn't that amazing?
1: I would go over to my grandmother's house and very often I would be the only one at my grandmother's house. And my grandmother was a seamstress. So as a result of that, I would use the fabric that she had at the house and she would just teach me to sew to the point where I was sewing in in middle school and certainly in, by high school I was making my own clothing mm-hmm, to wear mm-hmm. to school. And hence m- another connection
0: another with connection. And, and we loved it because it was we could use very little money, get some great fabric. There was like a dollar stores, dollar yard stores yep. and we could just make anything Unique we wanted. Unique clothing. Unique clothing. So anyway, um it was whenever we saw someone that we were a little jealous of, you know, whatever. They were cuter or had nicer clothes or whatever. Or if whatever. we wanted to allow them into our yes, inner circle. Yes. Yes. We always said, yeah, she's this or that, but can she sew? Because that was like something that only <laughs> that we could do. Criteria. That was like our God no higher. <laughs> we could we could sew and it's like, but can she sew? And that was our way of saying, okay, they may be all of that in a bag of chips, but if they can't sew. They're out. They're out. They just. Can't we don't come need them. We don't need them. So we named this episode "But Can She so Because it was a way of kind of nodding to our 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 growth, um, the ways that we found protection um, and found our voice. I think uh, uh, around being being different but not seeing that difference as something that made us weird it was something that um that we both had and um it just felt right that it be kind of our origin story because it 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 reminds us of this time when we were um becoming self assured and becoming um different and comfortable with being different than, than yeah. you know, uh, the rest of our friends in high school. Yeah, yeah. So you
1: may be thinking that these uh, ladies have been hanging around each other for 45 years. So we're so similar and we finish each other's sentences, mm-hmm. which we do. <laughs> and... Whenever I agree with her in conversation with my husband, my husband says, yeah, but Angie is always going to say that or like she's a plant, but but we're actually not as similar as one would think. So you want to talk about that for a little bit?
0: I do want to talk about that. So um, Leslie, I would say Leslie is very sequential, right? She's a logical thinker. Um, if we haven't said it already, she's a physician and, um, it's really her being a doctor comes out of her being the way that she is, not that she learned to be this way in medical school. She's always been this, okay, you do this, then you do that, then you do that, then you do that. Me, I'm like, okay, that's one way to do it, but you can also do this and then that over there and then that over there and then that, and then come back to this. So... I've always it seen It drives me nuts. <laughs> I've always seen possibilities and Leslie once she finds that one way to do it that is the way it's going to get done and that is the way it's supposed to get done. But but here's the thing. The fact that we are that different is actually one of the things that brought us so close together because she definitely expanded me. And I definitely expanded her, and so the idea of—I um, don't even think it's like opposites attract. It wasn't like that type of no. thing. Do you think so?
1: No, no, not at all. Because we have enough similarities that I wouldn't call each each ourselves
0: opposites. Right, right. But
1: I think that we fill in each other's holes.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we have a high level of respect for each other. So, and each other's opinions, and each other's opinions. Right. It's like. We trust you know, each other's opinions. And we seek each other out. Yeah, we seek our, yeah. our opinions out. So I think in general, I would consider myself right brain um, and Leslie left brain. For sure. Definitely. For sure. But Definitely. we meet in the middle at that intersection of the two. And I pull her over to my side a lot. <laughs> and she tries to pull me over to her side a lot, but um, I think she has a tougher time than I do. <laughs> um, but I think when people hear that we're very different, they they can't believe it because they think we think a lot. And if you stay with this podcast, and I certainly hope that you do, we will expose the differences that we have, the different opinions that we have, the different ways of looking at life that we have. And, um, one of the things that we're hoping that our listeners learn is that, um, difference does not mean that you cannot coexist or find joy in another person who thinks differently from you. You yeah. know, it's, um, there's, there's some, Middle ground that you can find to to make um, relationships with people who are different work really well and um but you'll get to see that we don't have to talk about that anymore you'll get to see it well while we're speaking
1: about that, what I do want to say is, and I'll give you a shout out by saying that what one of the things I still appreciate about you all over all of these years is how I still grow with you. Mm -hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about, we, we trust each other in our opinions and we know that the love is there. So, um, we're not out to harm each other, but I'll run something by you that an instance where I know that I'm correct. And, um, because I'm very linear in my Mm -hmm. thinking, just speaking to you about it, you can still, I can still learn things and expand uh, my thinking about it,
0: right, right, you
1: know, and I give you an ear because mm-hmm. of that trust and respect. Yeah. Whereas with other people, uh, I might not, you know,
0: right, have that right. much faith in them. Right. So, awesome. yeah, it comes out a lot. I'll take that. I will take that. <laughs> you receive that. <laughs> I receive that down to my toes. Um so what do you think is on our um next 40-year journey? What are some of the things that you think we're gonna go for?
1: Wow. <laughs> I'm 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 really excited about that. What I one of the things that I envision is that the people who are viewing us mm-hmm. will think that we've lost our minds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we lose our minds for, on a weekly basis. For but... <laughs>
1: example, I've always been pretty conservative in my dress, in my um in my thinking and I'm now seeking red dreadlocks. (laughs) And when I say red, I mean color red, not just auburn red, you know? That's a Um, big change. I just think that as, as I'm getting into, I'm 60 now in my next 20, 40 years, I want to go out with a bang. Yeah, You know, I want to go out with a bang. I want to, um, realize things that I've been thinking about, now's the time to start checking off your bucket list with vengeance. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it I've already checked, but um, I'm fearlessly Mm -hmm. going into those things. So if you come across a physician with bright red dreadlocks, (laughs) that might be me.
0: Okay. Well, I think this podcast for you is one of those Things that is breaking you out of your shell. I was a little concerned, to be honest. I knew that you were all in, um, but I was concerned about whether you would find a place to be comfortable with, um, you know, being as open as exposure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew that you would, but I thought that it would be harder for you than it is and i really appreciate you pushing through because um i i know that that's what you're doing you're pushing through you want to be more um more relaxed more more comfortable more vulnerable and um you're willing to do that with me and i think that's so awesome yeah yeah
1: and i may have said it a few times already but growth is still important i don't want. To be that person that has nothing more to learn or nothing new to experience, I think I have a wonderful life right now, you do. but I God willing um I can only vision envision more
0: right right you know? so we are um right now in New Jersey, we are in a beautiful closet that um, is perfect for its sound quality. It's actually one of the bedrooms in Leslie's home that was converted into a gorgeous closet. And um, it's a perfect place for a podcast. I am going to be going back to my home in North Carolina tomorrow Um, but, so I don't know where I'm going to podcast from there yet, but, um, I'm going to find a great space that will give us the best sound quality possible. So I, um, I think... Are we going to call this a wrap? I just
1: want to say thank you again for pushing me in this direction. And I really want to invite our listeners to continue to come back to hear some of our funny stories, to hear some of our more serious stories, um, how we got through, um, challenging times, challenging interactions and, um, Talk a little bit about um, our faith journey, which is a little bit different yeah. than um, yeah. many oh, that's other Christians. Be a good one. Yeah, that's so we be a good one. we have uh, we have good plans for you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. So stay with us. We are in it to win it. We are going to keep this going because we do believe that this is um, this is ordained for us to to do this. This is a part of. Um, it's, it's our testimony in a sense, right? Yeah, that yeah. Um, And we're supposed to share our testimony. Oh, yeah. So here yeah. we are. So we're going to call this a wrap. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on, what is it?
1: Black Boomer Besties, Besties from Besties Brooklyn. From
0: Brooklyn. See you.